Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we discuss what's known as the upper limit problem, the phrase coined by the author Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. We dive into why Claire has experienced this firsthand in the last few weeks and how it's really affected her confidence and self-worth. It's important to share the highs and lows with our listeners because we're all human and connection is more important than ever. So if you've ever reached a goal and then found yourself feeling like an imposter, a fraud or not good enough and then putting the brakes on, you'll definitely want to take a listen to this. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors with my slightly blocked up nose, <laughs> James. I was going to say you just sounded really snotty all I, of a sudden. I have caught Claire's lurgy. Yes. So last week I sounded really snotty and now I don't at all. You've got the lovely Dartford dulcet tones back, everyone. Um, instead of me, sounding you do sound awesome. a lot brighter. I'd, actually, uh, today I've definitely—it's been two weeks. It'll be two weeks. Two weeks of grumpy Smurf. Yes, if anyone saw, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about here, anyone that's friends with my, me on Facebook or actually on our email list, which I hope you all are, um, you would have seen that James took a rather unflattering photo of me this time last week. And I was all dressed in blue. I didn't realise I was all dressed in blue. Vivid blue. Vivid with blue. with white boots and a kind of like pale grey bubble hat on. And then he sent me, I was moaning about how ill I felt. I'm the worst patient. I was moaning about how ill I felt. And then he just sent me a little picture with the message, has anyone lost a grumpy Smurf? And it just, it cracked me up. Absolutely. I was in, absolutely, I was crying with tears. So he t- he totally changed my mood with that photo. Yeah. I didn't realise how much I did look exactly like a Smurf. You really did look like a Smurf. Um, so I thought I'd put it on Facebook and take the mickey out of myself because it's always good to laugh at yourself. It is. It is. I'm glad you're feeling a lot brighter now. Thank you, Mr. D. Thank you. But yeah, you're, you're, you didn't have it as bad as me. Ugh. Man well, I'm, just, I'm just sturdy oh, and Claire. I'll I shrug it off a lot I faster. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Um, but it was probably caused by you going on a night out. Well, possibly. Oh, no, he did go on a night out. It was very, very funny. He had a yeah, few too I many met drinks. I with my, my dear uh, friend Mark. And we, we went out in Soho and then we had the idea to go on to The Cross, which is a, was a legendary nightclub back in, back back in, in the, the day. day. But they've re- kind of reopened with a, a kind of smart wrangle of a pub, bar, restaurant. And we decided to check it out and it was very, very good. It was so funny because I was so poorly 
And I woke, I, I went to bed at seven o'clock that Saturday night last, oh, a week ago, yeah, seven, seven o'clock at night. And I woke up and I thought, where's James? And it was like 10 o'clock. And I thought, I didn't know he was, he was, I thought he was out. I didn't realise he was out, out. And uh, he rolls in at 11.30, having had a few too many drinks, just so, I went to a club. I went to, I went to the cross. Oh, I went I to a club. I think I've been inside a nightclub for, for years. You did have a bit of a sore head on Sunday, didn't you? Not too bad, though, all things considered. No. I, was, I was home early, though. Half 11 still pretty early to get home. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. But he was trying, <laughs> trying to convince me to get to go, trying to convince me to go to the cross now, which um, obviously is, is not going to happen. Not going to happen. Um, so I think that's mainly our update. We've just been very poorly. <laughs> we have been very poorly. So, <laughs> like, yeah, work output has, has suffered. I think it's it's a really natural thing. I know a lot of people are really ill at the moment. It can be really mm. easy to start to let feelings of almost like like guilt uh, and inadequacy come over you, thinking, "Oh, you know, I'm not achieving enough. I should be up and meeting." The thing is, you just got to be compassionate with yourself mm. when you're when you're run down, when you're feeling ill, knowing that you're going to come back stronger. Claire did an amazing post saying the comeback is stronger than the setback. Yeah, and I, and I think this is um, we wanted to do this podcast. James, like, what should we do it on? And sometimes these ones that are really off the cuff are potentially the better ones because actually I did a live on my Facebook page yesterday and it really has touched a lot of people, which is is so lovely and that's why I did it. And I've had so many people reach out to me via email and on Facebook Messenger just... And I will reply to you all. Thank you so much for your listening to this. It's really humbling and lovely that you've messaged me to... To see that you know, see if I'm okay, and I am okay. But I kind of wanted to share what's been going on for me in the last couple of weeks, and as well as being ill, I think that had a lot to do with it. But essentially, what happened in January? Let's rewind. What happened in January was we hit a really great goal. You know, we hit a great financial goal. We hit the targets of touching as many lives as possible um, in the midlife method. And we had lots of clients on board and you're probably thinking, so that sounds amazing. That sounds awesome, Claire. What are you raining about? And actually what happened was what Gay Hendricks in his book called The Big Leap. If you have never read it before, go and read it because it's amazing. And I know what I'm about to explain is something that all of us experience as humans. It's just a human thing. But I reached an upper limit problem is what he calls it. So you reach a goal and you get to a point and you turn around and go, hang on a minute, is this my life? Is someone going to turn around and jump, a boogeyman going to jump out any second now and say, ha ha, had you fooled, this isn't really your life, Um, we're going to take it away from you and actually you're an imposter and some people are going to find you out and who do you think you are having this amazing dream actually come true for yourself? And that's what he calls in the big leap, the upper limit problem. We hit a ceiling and we freak out. And I kind of want this to relate to not just business, but think about if you've hit a health goal, a weight Mm. goal, and you hit that ceiling, you hit that goal, and then all of a sudden that inner critic, um, that bitch voice, whatever we want to call it, that safety officer comes in and says, hang on a minute. This isn't this isn't normal. This is not your life. This is this is not possible for you. You need to shrink back down to where you feel more comfortable um so that no one sees you. No one you, you know that that you can just stay in that, that little shell of 
of what is normal for you because this feels really uncomfortable. This new levelling up feels really uncomfortable. So we're going to shrink you back down again. Yeah. Well, actually, you've just made, as you're talking about that, you've reminded me, um, it's, it's, I guess, a similar concept to one that Paul McKenna talks about, which is the, your wealth thermostat. Yes. And also you can apply it to anything, again, your success thermostat, your, your health thermostat. But you basically have this this envelope that you sit in. Yes. So if it gets too cold, uh, say we're talking money, if it's like, oh, I haven't got enough money, you'll be inspired to do more to bring you back up. But if you get too near the top, you're like, oh, I'm actually doing too well, um, you'll turn the thermostat down. You'll like subconsciously pull back. And the same mm. is true of, of like health as well. You know, like, oh, I'm getting really out of shape here. Right, I'm going to commit hard. Or the other way, and you go, oh, you know, I'm all right now. And then it slides back down. So it's about finding ways to actually um, keep pushing your thermostat up mm. so that upper limit it keeps getting higher and higher the thing is as you said before every level has a new devil yes um which is the same concept i guess when we get to a new level of success in anything then the doubts can kind of creep in and we're like is this going to be taken away so it's about adjusting that thermostat so we feel a comfortable temperature at that new level of success then the new higher level is higher and we keep doing that doing that pushing up and i also think you know really really honestly i think it's a, it's potentially, so how you position this, actually. And at the time, I'm going to say, you know, for the last couple of weeks, this has been really, really awful for me. It has been uh, not comfortable at all. It's been, yeah, it's just been a bit of a dark, dark time. Not completely, but just, you know, I've not, I've not felt comfortable in my own skin. I've not felt enough. I've not felt good enough. I've not felt confident enough. All of these sorts of things that have plagued me, actually, in my past that I've worked on. You know, I'm a massive fan of therapy. I'm a massive fan of being in amazing accountability containers and communities and all that sort of stuff, which has allowed me to level up. And I know the success that we had and are having, the woman that I was even a couple of years ago, not even a couple of years ago, wouldn't have been able to achieve that if she hadn't have already done some healing on herself. So now I see this, I'm starting to see this as another opportunity to do more healing, <laughs> go and understand what's really going on here. Why don't I feel good enough? Like, where's that coming from? What else needs to be healed from, from my past experience? And what do I need to actually do in this on a day-to-day basis? Because yes, we can do all the healing, right? And I, and I also say this a lot of the time, we can do all the healing, we can do all the emotional work, all of that stuff, but then if we're inert and we're also not in action, nothing's going to change. So we need to start doing, you know, going, I've gone into my little toolkit of things that I know do work, you know, affirmations, visualisation, vision boarding, uh, meditation, breath work, all these things that I know do help me. I've had to really, really double down on them. And believe me, my little um, inner critic, which if you listen to The Shadows um podcast and you should by the way because we're getting so many people say it's amazing um my doom my little safety officer my inner critic is called doom so doom is like no no claire you don't need to do all that we just need to stay safe you you reach that limit um it was too hot like james said the thermostat was too hot we're going to come back down here again and it's actually just about overriding that and doing Mm. it anyway even when you feel like you're just going through the motions Exactly that. I mean, we always say something I was encouraging to Claire when she was kind of in this funk was like, okay, you just need to set a really short term goal and start taking action towards it. And in one sense, I was like, she's like, I can't, I can't even visualize it. And I'm just like, yeah. well, no, just anything, any goal. 
and just start taking action towards it. Because it's an interesting thing from an evolutionary perspective, right? Um, as humans, we're often safe by not doing. So, you know, if you don't want to drown, avoid deep water. Um, if you don't want to get burnt, don't jump in a fire. So often inaction is the safest, in inverted commas, form, form of self-protection. So often, and there's been research, look at this actually, they, they've tested it and seeing whether how fast people respond if they've got to act or not act to get a dollar. Um, and they'll always react faster with not acting, if that makes sense. Because mm. we're, we're kind of programmed for inaction when, when faced with a choice. It's a survival mechanism. And when we get to this like upper limit, when that thermostat gets too hot, it's really easy to get stuck in that place of like, ah, oh, almost like a freeze. Mm. Um, but if you can just start taking some action in some direction, it will find you'll free up other things as well. Mm. It's amazing. Even like Claire, it doesn't sound like a lot. She went for a run. And when she came back, her energy completely shifted from that. She's like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. So that's an example of like, Taking action in one area will spill into others. Well, yeah, because actually I haven't been... I think that's also it. I've got to... And again, when we're in that place, we lose perspective completely, right? We, we become... When we're at that... It's a stress level, right? We're experiencing mm. stress. So we become very tunnel vision about kind of what's not going right. And this, this is what's happened to me, right? What's not going right? I've not been very well. I've not been on form. So I've not been able to do my normal routine and the things that I love to do, like exercising and actually... Um, diving into my passion and creating new things and you know I just had to stop and that allowed my little doom a little bit too much space to kind of go oh you know what you've got sick you had a great month last month you've got sick you you know you can't now do the things that you know that you need to do to take it further and further and and so here we are and you're not good enough and honestly all the stuff I can, we can laugh about it, but it's not funny when we're experiencing it. You know, the stuff that it's, all of our inner critics say to us, it's all utter lies. It's all utter crap. But it really, really, it can obviously, it feels very, very real at the time. So I think the reason we're doing this podcast and the reason I wanted to do that video is because, and I said this on my live, my two, and I know James actually, we both actually have very similar values, I would say pretty identical. My, one of my values is integrity, and one of my other values is connection, um, and I have three. So integrity and connection are really, really important to me, and that's, I cannot live in integrity if it's all white sunshines and rainbow, rainbows and bows on everything. I know James and I are very positive and very inspiring and that's great, but we're also very real and we want to be able to make sure that you don't feel alone, like you don't feel like there's something wrong with you, that you, you know, that that you can look at other people and go, oh, they've got it all sorted. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I think that's why it felt really, really important to share this with you today. Really mm. important because... I can't tell you how many people have gone, oh my God, that totally resonates, totally resonates. Um, and at some point, you know, I'm doing all this stuff. It is it is helping. It is making me feel, uh, awareness is power, right? So really understanding why this has happened is the first key to success and moving through it. So I'm very aware of why it's happened. I'm getting some support. I've obviously got the lovely James helping me and supporting me, which has been epic and amazing. But it also just takes a bit of time. And I know that there will be another point in the future 
which where I reach another success limit because you know for me and for James we're very very ambitious and we have big big dreams and big inspiration aspirations to help so many people in this world with what we do um, and our passion and our purpose is that so I know that there'll be a time when we reach another level which which <laughs> that little inner critic called doom will go what you're not good enough for this Whose life is that? Who are you kidding? What about if you fall? What about if you fail? Don't humiliate yourself. All of that sort of stuff. And the the good thing is, I do know through going through this pretty horrible process, I'll be better at dealing with it and I'll I'll recognise it a lot sooner and and deal with it as it comes. Yeah, I mean, having awareness about it is key. I mean, maybe we should finish by giving some some tips for people if if they feel that they are getting stuck at their upper limit with something. Um, I know one from Paul McKenna, we've actually seen him do this live, actually, was was you visualise... And then you just increase, increase. So for money, you would double, double, double the amount of money coming into you until it, until it starts to get to a level where it feels uncomfortable or unrealistic. But you could do the same with your health goal or you know, with a business goal. And then, you know, that's kind of your upper limit of your thermostat at the moment. So you spend time visualizing going to that upper limit, upper limit till it becomes more comfortable. And then, you know, when you in reality hit that upper limit, it won't feel as uncomfortable. And then you can visualize higher again. So that's one thing. I'd say the other thing is um, if you are feeling stuck, do just pick an action short term and start taking taking steps towards it and it doesn't matter like even claire so she was like but what if i pick the wrong thing and it's like it doesn't matter as long as i was doing in the right pickle something wasn't I? to yeah. move you forward because it will it will kind of um unblock unpickle you. you yeah unpickle you <laughs> Um, I would also say affirmations really, really have helped me, right? And actually saying them wherever I can over and over and again. And this is a really, really important thing for you to realise. It is because you do not feel safe. You do not, I do not feel safe. I do not feel safe at this upper limit. I don't feel safe. This is uncomfortable. So it's about reassuring yourself that you are safe. I am safe to live this life. I am safe to be the health I want to be. I am safe to have the vitality and the energy. I'm safe to be vital. I'm safe to have energy. I'm safe to drop those extra pounds that have been sticking around and yo-yo dieting for years. I am safe to be in the body that I want. Um, and I and I think that that whole, I am safe. I am safe to have this. I, I am safe in this world. I am safe in this body. I am safe in this position at this time on planet earth like just make yourself feel as safe as you possibly can because i do think that when you reach that upper limit and that inner critic comes in and the self-sabotage and the imposter syndrome it's i'm safe i'm safe and i'm worthy to have this i'm deserving of this i've worked hard for this and also remind yourself another tip is to remind yourself of how far you have come you know again it's it's we have to remind ourselves of the good things that we have achieved, the good things that are in our lives, that gratitude as well. So reminding yourself of how far you've come, but also reminding yourself of what you have to be grateful. Like gratitude is has, has literally saved me in the last you know couple of weeks, just constantly doubling down on my gratitude, not what I don't have, but what I do have. Hmm. So I, I think, we you haven't actually discussed what the tips would be, but I think... Those were them. Yeah, I, those were them. Those were them. Those were them. Um, so affirmations, massively helpful. The visualisation part, really, really helpful. Um, just making yourself feel that sense of safety. Reaching out, being, I hate this phrase, you know, but being vulnerable. You know, reaching out to people, um, becoming part of 
a community or something where where you feel understood and you also feel safe but you also that community of people that understand what this kind of upper limit is as well and I know that that's something that we have in our business mentors and our coaches this is why I know what I was going through is only through being in mentorship groups and coaching groups and like everyone going oh my god this is just completely normal completely normal um so get yourself some you know some support if you need it as well is really really important and don't be ashamed don't be ashamed of what's going on here because everyone is experiencing it you are experiencing a human emotion just like everyone else so there we are that's it i think that is it um we are running another masterclass. we are our thursday march the 2nd 8 p.m uk time so join us on that we'll be sharing loads of actionable tips and strategies for thriving at midlife absolutely it's going to show you what you need to stop doing that kind of steals your energy, steals your time, steals your happiness, steals your health, all of these things that we get so overwhelmed with and so confused with. It's going to focus on the mistakes that we're making, what we need to stop doing and what to focus on instead so that you are able to retake control over your body, your mind and your life because you deserve that. Um, And we're going to be diving into the mind, body and soul strategies as well. So um, I will put the link for that in the show notes so you can register for that. Eight o'clock Thursday, the 2nd of March. All right. Remember, if this has been helpful, please, please share it. Um, You know, this is something that might, really help resonate with someone and make them feel less alone so if if a person pops into your mind they're there for a reason and please share it with them and subscribe and we would be so so grateful if you could take the time to review this podcast because it helps the algorithms and it helps us reach more people we don't do sponsorship we don't do pay for ads or anything for this we don't want to interrupt your listening experience with all of that nonsense from products that we don't actually really believe in um, so please spread the love, spread the word, because it's all down to, to you guys to help us there. Um, and we are sending so much love. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.